We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another edition of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Mm. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, Dawn McLean in for the double hitter again today. And every day. And every day. Don't don't just channel your adrenaline for right now. I love my job. Woo! (laughs) Oh, man. You guys watch anything last night? Mm, Was there something (laughs) on? Hmm. Holy crap. All right, now listen. <laughs> Don't worry, everyone. We're not going to get no. political. Don't worry. I'll just explain this to you through sort of my school-aged children and what they heard. So they overheard stuff last night. So they're upstairs watching something, and they're they're like, are tonight the debates? Yes, tonight are the, the, the debates. And so they're asking a few questions about that. And... Uh, <laughs> And then my my son is in second grade, and this might this is just a note to all politicians everywhere. My son is in second grade, and said, "You know, I heard the debates from upstairs, Dad, this morning." He t- tells me, "I oh yeah," and he said, "I heard a lot of blurting." So in school right now, they're working on blurting, which is showing restraint and self control when you want to say <laughs> something, but it's not Aww. your turn to say something. And so they've been doing examples of blurting and then talking about how not to blurt out so that then you can just start to work on self-control, these these skills that we try to develop from uh, from our children. Yeah. I just told them this morning, I said, um, they said, well, like, how are the debates and all that? I said, well, listen, I'll just tell you this, that if you guys conducted yourselves in the way that I saw conduct last night on television, you would be grounded. You would be in a timeout because there was... Way too, you know, too many people weren't letting the other person finish and all this sort of stuff. And the behavior that I saw would not fly in this house. That's how I can tell you the debates mm-hmm. went. Yep. Pretty accurate. There's a lot of texting going on <laughs> oh my. in my house. I was just like, type, 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 And it's, you know, I was watching it on ABC. It's a proud play of KSTP. And uh, they went to George Stephanopoulos afterward, <laughs> and um, and their whole room essentially was like that. Might have been the worst presidential debate that there's ever been that we are aware of. That was the consensus afterward. It was wasn't it was very the least presidential, presidential on either side? It was just. It was it was hard to watch. I actually it was hard turned it off after a while. I go, I can't, I can't take any more of this. And I watched I, approximately two minutes, oh, and really? they were both talking at the same time and screaming, and oh it was like I wasn't 
up to watching it at all. And yeah. MC and was like, hey, was like I think I'm going to tune into this really quick here. And I'm like, oh, really? Because he's about as interested in politics as much as I am. And I'm like, okay. So he had it on his phone. And we were like, what was that? And we're like, oh. oh. Wow, two minutes in, huh? Yeah, just oh, two minutes. No, I mean, I didn't. St- we just, we just, well, we tried to jump in. And it was like an hour of commentary oh. about bef- before. Yeah, right. That right. was just talking about what was going to happen. And I'm like, they can talk this long? About it was it? crazy. And then I reminded myself that there are whole networks that do this all the time. Yeah. There was so. a there was a point where uh the moderator. moderator Chris Wallace. Mm-hmm. Um there must it must have been 30 seconds where he was talking, <laughs> the president continued talking, the moderator was the moderator was trying to get the president to stop talking. Right. And that exchange must have lasted no kidding for 30 seconds i mean it was un it was like whoa so hard to watch no matter your political affiliation or what issues you feel strongly about or what candidate you feel strongly about it was difficult to watch just from a basic human conversation standpoint again i'm telling my kids if you ever talk like like i'm at dinner saying guys one voice and this is at dinner one voice only one person can talk at a time we can only hear one person that's how we're made. We can only one voice. Let's do. Okay, Grayson, your turn. How was your day? And then I'm, and then they're watching this, and I'm like, whoa, this. We need some yeah. etiquette. Here, I'll lessons. just read you the last two texts that I sent to a friend. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. She says, oh, "Just wait. I am so stressed out right now." And I write back, "I'm getting hives with exclamation points." <laughs> that was the end of a very long text chain, but that was how. Um, uh, that was what Lou Lou came down and she sits on the couch and like three minutes in she said, "Oh, this is so hard to watch. I do not feel comfortable watching this." It's like secondhand embarrassment. Yes, you know, Big it's time. like, oh, I don't want to look, but you're kind of looking at the scary movie through just, your fingers. I you couldn't know? believe that they were all three talk like the moderator, um, Biden and Trump were all three talking at the same time for like a solid. It just wouldn't end. And well, you know, it was like, wow, if this is the I can't do it. Yeah, I can't. The moderator I just could not get control. And, you know, it's not their fault. God bless Chris Wallace. I mean, no, that was absolutely not. It was like trying to uh, uh, like tame two unbroken bulls. I mean, it was just everybody's running around and some bulls were, you know, uh, louder than others at times. I will say this a few weeks ago. Say what you will about Joe Rogan. You can have your own thought about him. But he invited President Trump and former Vice President Biden onto his podcast to do an hours-long debate that Joe Rogan would moderate. Now, a lot of people think, "Oh, that w- you know, that's so non-presidential." And what's that going to look like? And then I go on Twitter last night, and Joe Rogan is trending, and I'm like, "Why is Joe Rogan trending?" And then people were saying, "Well, I'm having second thoughts. Maybe this would be a good thing because here's what would happen if Joe Rogan, especially after last night's debacle of a debate, if Joe Rogan moderated that, he would." He would not be, you know, presidential about it. Chris Wallace, to his credit, way to go. You tried, and he tried to be very diplomatic and firm about trying to gain back control. But what Joe Rogan would say to both candidates at various points is he would just say BS, and he wouldn't abbreviate it. He would just say it. It would. So it's like if we're just going to go total non-presidential, then you could do it that way, and he would really be taking people <laughs> to task. But I did have an idea last night, ladies. I had an idea. Okay. Okay. There's a show on ESPN. It's called Around the Horn. 
And it's four different sports writers from around the country talking. And the moderator has a mute button. I think they both need to be in their own boxes so that you could not hear them. Oh, is that right? Funny you guys say that. Yes, Kenny, I'm with you then. Why don't they just cut his mic? Cut the mic and like let the other guy talk. Kenny said like in a cube that's like a soundproof. In a cube, yes. And the light goes like I I got to call Kenny. And the light goes off. I have to. And the mic goes off and you don't hear them. I I have to say I was surprised that that's not even an option. They're gonna have to. I mean, the next one. Yeah. They're gonna have to do something. And heck, you can put. Put them in plexiglass now because then it just looks like you're doing the right thing in terms of COVID. So put them in a plastic box and mute them when it's their time to speak. And you know what? If their mouth's still moving, at least we're hearing the other person. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah, it's exactly. ridiculous. Because you end up hearing yeah. nothing and then... It's not and, serving know, anyone. Yeah. Your name I kept calling. yelling, cut a... his mic. Cut his mic. Why is he still talking? Cut it. Why couldn't they just do that in the control room? Just boink. Like, Dawn that can would, cut well, either of our mics right now. That would be then a... Ma- rules. <laughs> then that would be a real problemo. I guess. It was a problem. It was, yeah, it it was, was a problem. A, anyway, it was, a lot problem. of people watched it last night. How embarrassing. For everybody. <laughs> really? By the way, I don't feel bad now. Like, Elizabeth and I will get an email from time to time. You know, we don't like it when you guys talk over each other when you have a cooking guest on. Now I don't care. Now I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'm doing I'm doing better than two of the most powerful men in this country. So yeah, right? what of it? No kidding. All right. Our Facebook question today is, what is your biggest pet peeve? Just, you know, real generic. Yeah. Just what bugs you? Yeah. What bugs you? Or who? No. Donna, don't say it. Say my name. You'll hurt me at the beginning of this no. show. No. Steve, you're my buddy, boo. You're going to have some things that made you go, huh? Yes, I have a I have an interesting stat about NFL players and their weight and what has happened as years have gone on and training regimens have become more and more intense. The results might surprise you. That and other totally useless information awaits you and things that make you go, huh? On the Don and Steve show on my talk. Good morning and welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Things that make you go. Alrighty, I'm going to tell you something about the NFL. Okay. Training regiments, equipment, it has all evolved over the years. And how they used to work out back in the 50s and 60s and 70s is very different from how they work out now. Think Rocky IV, right? Okay. Ivan Drago. Yeah. He's there, the cool equipment. Back in the 50s, though, it was like what Rocky was doing. He was running with logs on his shoulders and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. And now we've gone back to that with CrossFit. (laughs) Yes, we have. (laughs) Only one NFL player in the year 1970 weighed over 300 pounds. Hmm. By 2010, there were over 500 players in NFL training camps who weighed over 300 pounds. Of muscle. (laughs) We went from one person who was three bills to 500 who are three bills. And to be tackled by a 300-pound guy is different than someone who's 225. I think so. That's how weight works. Yeah, that mm. hurts a lot more, and you get head injuries galore. Just a lot of mass. Hmm. Yeah. You know? Although, think back to my 600-pound life. To weigh 300 pounds, you'd feel like you had gotten your life back. Isn't it funny how life is relative? Yes. 
Very much so. Thanks, Donna. You're welcome, Steve. Did I'm you here just to call support me you. Fat? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you watch the yeah. Oh man. What a journey. Uh, oh, this is gonna, we're gonna learn a new word together. Oh, Dan. good. Okay. We ready. love language. The technical term for rumbling in your stomach. I call that when your stomach growls. Mm-hmm. Pang. Is a pang, hunger pang. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the technical word is pronounced borborygmus. B-O-R-B-O-R-Y-G-M-U-S. Borborygmus. Oh, do you guys want to go to Subway? Oh. I have borborygmus. <laughs> Ew. Oh, my God. I need to take care of this borborygmus. Someone get me to a Chipotle stat. <laughs> Borborygmus. Borborygmus. Borygmus. Borygmus. Mus. Mus. Mm. Mm. Ring a bell, Donna. <laughs> what? <laughs> God. Sorry, we call him sus over here, mm-hmm. so that there's no copyright infringement. Right. Bob Marley gave a songwriting credit on "No Woman, No Cry" to a man named Vincent Ford, who ran a soup kitchen in Jamaica. It was Bob Marley's way of making sure that it would be funded forever. What? One more time. Oh, that's great. Bob Marley gave a songwriting credit on No Woman, No Cry to a man named Vincent Ford. Got it. Who ran a soup kitchen in Jamaica. It was his way of making sure it would be funded forever. That is beautiful. Isn't that really nice? Yes. I thought that was really nice. Man. Yaman. See, you rode the line there. That almost felt offensive, but I think it was cozy. <laughs> no, it was I fun. think it worked. Into Jamaica. It's beautiful. Yaman. Cute him with it. Have you ever gone to um, Pimento Jamaican Kitchen? Tommy Bivas is the name of the head chef there. He is fabulous. Frequent guest of Twin Cities Live as we talked about Bob Marley. If you want the food of Jamaica, if you want like some Jamaican jerk chicken, and then he puts this uh, sauce on it, it's called Kill Them With It, and it is so good and very hot. I bet. Hmm. Wow. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. I haven't told you this. When did you get here? Um, I just remembered. I've been here so far this morning. Um, as we talked about sus just now, mm-hmm. I brought you up a couple weeks ago on Twin Cities Live oh. because Halloween came up, and um, and I said, oh, you know what, You're Donna mentioned this great idea, blah blah blah, and then we were doing this live on the air, so this all happened. Um, it was- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
you could find it somewhere online. And I said, oh, you know what? Donna had this great idea, and it was doing this. But then she said that she and Mus used to do this and blah, blah, blah. And we mentioned everything freely on the uh, television. And uh, But then she said, you need to ask him first. And then Elizabeth said, boy, Donna's really holding a little tightly to this idea, don't you think? <laughs> and then so I just, on television that day, called out to Sus mm-hmm. and said, if you're watching, we think this is a great idea, and we're going to do it. And we're giving you props <laughs> for it right now. I don't know if we're really going to do it, but I asked if we could do it because it's a great idea, which is showing up day of Halloween and there's an outfit waiting for you in a room that you haven't seen yet. It's a great idea. Yeah, you choose hers, she chooses yours. And it could be anything. You might be dressed up as a baby in a diaper, which we did to somebody. Um, You could be... You know, a Chippendale dancer. You just Wait, a lot don't of know what's coming. Here. Okay, <laughs> I'm noticing a theme. You just don't. You might be a sumo wrestler. You just you don't know. That's but you both have to commit. Yeah. Well, anyway, we gave Sus a shout out on. I'll let him know. Twin Cities Thank Live, you. and 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 I think sort of asked, hoped for his blessing. I did send you his number. You can just text him. I don't know him. I've only gotten together with him once where we both just had eyes the size of dinner plates and we're like, can you believe working with this lady? I know. And I'm like right there. I'm like, (laughs) "Um, hi, I'm standing right next to you. No. I can hear you. (laughs) It was was like two Rodney Dangerfields come together and they're talking about their old lady while she's standing right there. (laughs) The old work wife. (laughs) <laughs> oh man well we thanks for you. bringing these fun facts love you too you're my buddy <sighs> hey guys this is super super exciting i think i think dawn and the gang talked about it already this morning but if you want to own a piece of tv history ooh, we a humble tv family abode mm. will be going on the market we will tell you what award-winning show it was featured on. Okay? Not the Fresh Prince House. Not the Fresh Prince House. Even better. Oh! They won nine Emmy Awards this year. If that doesn't give it away, I don't know what does. Stick around. We'll be right back. And we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. I think this is really a cool story. This I'm is a huge, all you. Okay, so I'm a huge fan of uh, Sheets Creek. It's not how it's really pronounced, but you get the idea. And what they're doing now is um, the owner of the fictional Rosebud Motel is preparing to put the property on the market. And it'll probably be up next month. I think he planned on putting it up earlier, but COVID-19 happened. So that whole thing um, set him back a little bit, but it was a, so Steve, this is, this is a, the whole series takes place in this motel Mm -hmm. because the family, the, the Rose family, (laughs) okay, they lost their fortune, but they owned this town. The dad bought this town for his son as a joke. When they were loaded. Mm-hmm. When they were and loaded. then it became their safety net. Yes, then they were like, "Well, we own this town. Let's go there." And yeah. that's where they lived for the next, you know, few years. And so, fans have come out to see this place. The guy who owns it is is really interesting. His name is uh, something tipping. Something tipping. Yeah. What, what 
I'm not sorry. cow tipping. But... <laughs> where, where where is this again? Oh, it's in Canada. It's in Canada. It's near uh, it's near Toronto, not too far from Toronto. Nice. And it's um, this guy is the president of the Athlete Institute Basketball Academy in Orangeville Prep, which is one of the country's most successful basketball prep schools. And he bought the the motel, which has eight apartment style rooms and a three bedroom home inside it okay. as a place to house these recruits. Uh, Denver Nuggets player Jamal Murray mm. is from the nearby town. Great player. He lived in the motel for two years while he attended school. No way. Yes. Wow, Queen. that's interesting. Yeah, so the guy who owns it, cow tipping, um, <laughs> he um, he said that the produ- production team was so great when they would rent the motel out to film one month out of the year. And they did this probably for six years. And that the, the, uh, the cast was like really fun to be around they would you know interact with the people who lived in the town it just so the property has been um used as an airbnb rental (laughs) and nobody knows like he doesn't advertise this is where the tv show sheets creek was filmed i wonder if it dawns on people after they get there like wait a minute are we in is this the room that, oh my gosh, that would be so cool. I just said, you got to do this. I know, I got to buy it. What am I going to do? <laughs> like sit here and let someone else just fetch it up? You have to you bid on it with Jason. He's, he's also going to oh, buy it. Is he bidding? Does Jason like the show? Uh, yeah, he talks about it obsessively. I've heard so much about the show that it's to the point where I will never watch it. She'll never watch it. Yeah. And then I hear about it from. You. Oh, I actually made a t-shirt that I designed it the other day online because you can make custom t-shirts oh, yeah. that says, don't tell me about Sheets Creek. Oh, man. It, no offense. It's just, you know, when you it's happened with me with Napoleon Dynamite, too. I oh. just couldn't watch it for years because it's just all everybody was talking about. And I was like, oh, God, it's never going to be oh. as good as what people are telling me. It's never going to live up to the hype. I don't mean to. You know, yeah, no, it will. In your Cheerios, it will. Because I kind of did the same thing, and I resisted and resisted and resisted, and then one day I went, (laughs) "Screw it, I'll do it." And I got through the first season, and I went, "I'm, I'm in. I am all in." I watched a half an episode, and I love those actors. I just don't. I just, it's just, you know, I got one of those things. I gotcha. But we have some audio here. Do you want to? What is this? Oh no, it was just the theme song. We were talking about theme songs. This, you know, music to TV shows, which were going to cover this this week do you want to hear it steve 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 are you there steve he's steve well, it well, sounds like he said yes huh really okay here we go I don't this know. is for you steve <laughs> isn't it fun it is it's fun. whimsical you know it's like like somebody sneaking around a corner on their tippy toes <laughs> for sure they're a cartoon I'm sure there'll be a lot of Halloween costumes. Ah! Oh my God! I want to be Moira. Do it. I hate dressing up, but oh, I want maybe kidding. I'll dress my dog up as Moira. Oh! Oh my God! That'd be so great. Steve, what are you doing? Is he just not there? Or? Oh yeah, he's not okay. there. Okay. All right. All right. Well, on we go to us. I know Steve was excited about Supermarket Sweep with Leslie. Um, Oh, my God. Why am I? Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live. Yes. So we have a trailer. Um, it's going to be premiering on Sunday, October 18th. 
on ABC. So here is that trailer. Hosting the show, me and my sis going go, go, go. You will believe what's in store. We don't need to clean up on all the owls, because it's about to get nuts. <laughs> Supermarket Sweep, premieres Sunday, October 18th on ABC. Oh. I can't believe it. He said September 18th. Yeah. Okay. I see October 18th. October I wonder if they 18th. pushed it. Yeah, October okay. 18th. Very cool. So that'll be on ABC. I love Leslie Jones. I think she's gonna. She's the perfect person. And it's been gone enough to where we like it. You know yeah. what I mean? We want it to come around. Yeah. Unlike some things that are like another live action version of this. <sighs> we need that. Oof. I don't know. Is there something that you have in mind specifically? Listen, I'm a little Lion Kinged out. I'll be honest with you. I agree. Um, but there is a Lion King follow-up in development at Disney. And the director of Moonlight, Barry Jenkins, is going to direct it. Oh. Yes. So, which that's interesting. I like that. So, it's going to be a follow-up of, of you know, what happened after the movie. That's all they're saying right now. Oh, so it's a sequel, not a prequel. Right, exactly. Okay. I do like that idea better. But I think maybe it might be because of all the Beyonce stuff, too. And yes. It just, it oh, seems that's like right. That's it, right. It's Which, you know, all of that, I loved all that. It was beautifully shot, and it was very artful. Yes, and, yes. And um, just definitely a work of art. But it's just sort of like, let's give it a minute. I get that. <laughs> Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I did. I'll tell you what I loved the most was seeing Lion King on stage. Oh, absolutely. I agree. In New York. It's yep. just so beautiful. When those animals come down the aisle. I on mean, those they, stilts. On stilts. That's just, yeah. They're yeah. just great. The giraffes and the elephants. That's just uh, great. Spoiler alert. And the lighting. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. Steve is trying to reconnect. FYI. Yes. So. He wasn't just being a butt. No, like he usually is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bet he'd be excited about the Lion King because he's got kids too, and Disney Plus, and oh my gosh, Disney Plus, everything is on that on that um, streaming service. Well, speaking of that, um, there they have just developed. Uh, remember, whenever I was gone and and sick, and I was doing Hulu Watch Party. Well, yeah. Disney Plus just announced that they have a new feature that they're there they have developed that you can actually start doing today, oh. and um, you can watch with your friends with your friends. So basically, the concept: one person goes on to Disney Plus. You have to do it from either your phone or website first before you go to streaming, and then you can invite people. So it sends an email to your friends so saying, it's like a zoom thing almost yeah but you but basically you're gonna pull up your disney plus they're gonna pull up theirs at home you just have to launch it from the website first and then you can pause it and go into your streaming which is a little clunky to me yeah me too okay but anyway you can do this and um and you can watch with other people the only difference that i saw is that disney plus you can just use emojis you're watching okay, at the same yeah. time but with hulu watch party you can chat like you can say look at her stupid outfit right or whatever oh steve this is perfect for your kids i'm here hey steve that was exciting what did i miss uh well dawn was just talking about how disney is launching their um watch party 
yeah, you can uh, watch things with your friends uh, around the world right now, yeah. or even from different rooms where you know they give. Is this through Disney Plus? Disney Plus is doing this now. Um, yeah. So there's some like video element that's involved in this, I would imagine. Video element? Is there a video element? Like, is that the watch like you party? Can see like, your you're face. seeing each other no, as you, you watch it. You actually just can. Um, you're watching it at the same time, and you can use emojis. Unlike uh, what I was just uh, talking about before, is uh, Hulu does the same thing, but it's called Watch Party. But you can actually chat. There's a chat screen on the side. Yeah. Um, but Hulu is just, or I'm sorry, Disney Plus is just emojis. But it is kind of fun to say, let's watch Mulan together. Yes, with your is. sister, yeah. maybe in in New Jersey. Yep. And uh, I don't know why I chose that. I don't either. Mulan, but, I, but, but I would like to see that, actually. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, so you can do that on both. Netflix needs to get on this. Because I don't know why everybody's not doing this. I mean, right. Hulu started at first, but there just aren't a lot of great movies on Hulu to watch. Yeah, but there's a lot of great TV shows. There are. Yeah, you yeah. can watch that together. Oh, so, you know what? If Disney Plus is doing this, um, I first of all, I think it's fun. Because like, I'm thinking of our kids. I wouldn't really want to do it. But our kids, they like like their cousins and stuff yes. like that from out of state. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I think I think that that's fun. By the way, yeah. Regarding Disney Plus, um, have either of you seen the trailer for WandaVision? Yes. No. What is up with that? It's... Ooh wee! What's, What's up, up with that? that? What's, What's up with that? You do voodoo. It looks really interesting <laughs> because it's it, it it it's essentially two characters from the Marvel universe who realize that they're living in a world that has I think the vibes I got Dawn were like Truman Show vibes. Yeah, oh. it looks like I Love Lucy the yes. way it's shot. It's like yes. filmed in in black and white. Oh, fun of it, and it's like really strange. And then at one point in the trailer, it's called WandaVision. It's coming soon to Disney Plus. At one point in the trailer, um, this woman pulls up in a car, and she's like, "Oh, this is weird." Talking to the guy, why is it weird? Because well, you're dead. Mm-hmm. And then oh. you're like, "What is going on?" Ooh. That could be a watch party kind of a thing. But anyway, I cool for kids is my <laughs> sure. summary. Sure. Thank you. Sherpa. Sherpa. Hey, you know, um, we always encourage you if you see something to say something. Well, we saw something. It's called sports. And uh, we're going to say something about it. We're going to talk about our uh, our local teams. Mm. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer Don McLean, all at just service. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. 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 Hmm. You want to talk about the NFL or MLB? Let's start with the NFL. Okay, so this is really scary because there was a COVID-19 outbreak and nine members of the Tennessee Titans have tested positive this week. Mm-hmm. Three players, at least one coach, five other employees. And who did we play this past weekend? The Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. So then the Vikings had to shut down their uh, team facilities yesterday just as a precaution. Yep. And I heard, so in the next team that the Tennessee Titans plays. Your team. 
uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, full disclosure, born and raised. <laughs> and I heard what their plan is, is either to play on Sunday, they have to monitor the situation over the coming days, or to play on... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Monday, or to play on Tuesday. But they do plan on still playing the game. Now, the players with COVID, obviously, would not play. Um, but why teams are at a, from, from a sports standpoint, why teams that have to close their facilities are at a disadvantage are because, for instance, uh, the Minnesota Vikings right now, if their team facilities are closed, they can't be in person for practice, going through the motions of actually what their game prep looks like for this weekend. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, their opponent, I think they're playing the Houston Texans. I should look at the schedule. Um, they're having an open facility. They're able to practice at full speed all week. So to the Tennessee Titans, they're shut down right now, but the Pittsburgh Steelers are up and operating. So some people are mentioning a competitive disadvantage that will just pop up throughout the year. This happened right. in Major League Baseball. The, I think it was the Marlins, the Florida Marlins. They had to miss like, oh goodness, I don't know, 11 games or something like that. Holy smokes. And then they were just like, look, we're not going to have the same amount of games played. We're just going to go on winning percentage and it's 2020. Moving on. Yeah. That's yeah. what they had to do. I see. All right. Now, more bad news. The Minnesota Twins lost to the Houston Astros 4-1. to um, This is a, not a good statistic. This is a reminder that the Twins are not real good at postseason baseball, right? Not lately, that's for darn sure. Lately, their last 17 postseason games um, have been lost. The Twins are now 0-17. They have not won a playoff game since October of 2004. I saw on SportsCenter last night, if their screen was to be believed, the Minnesota Twins have the longest winless streak in postseason history in all of the four major sports. <gasps> so this is the worst playoff stretch that any team in any major sport has had to the point where Scott Van Pelt, the host of SportsCenter, said he was marveling at the number. We broke a tie last oh, night. The tie had been with the Chicago Blackhawks. You're who, right. During a stretch earlier, they yep. had 16 consecutive playoff losses. But he said, you know, at some point you think you would just almost accidentally win a game. You know, something happens. Right. There's a weird thing that goes right. on or whatever. But hey, the, I mean, uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, go all in. The, you know, this is the NFL, the NBA, the NHL. Oh my gosh! And it's brutal because we were up one nothing. And then we had a chance to uh, shut the Astros down. They had, uh, they had, was it bases loaded or two men on in the ninth with two outs? And then there was an error. It should have been an easy out at second base, but it was an errant throw and it was a tough catch. They didn't make it. It kept the inning going. The next uh, player gets walked in to break the tie. Now we're down 2 1. They go on to make it 4 to 1 and then shut us down in the uh, bottom of the ninth. Ugh, was... This is like me in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Exactly. Oh. You get it. You should give them the uh, the the locker room pep talk. Now listen here, boys. I would be bad at that. I'd be like, we're gonna lose. No, 
Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I know you they would make the announcement. All right, guys, this year in the playoffs, wild card, we drew the uh, Houston Astros. You hear Don in the background. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> the only person that's having a good year in 2020, speaking of sports, is Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, though, yeah. because uh, not only did he win the Super Bowl for the Kansas City Chiefs, but he got engaged to his uh, girlfriend, Brittany Matthews, during the ceremony Aww. after he got his ring. And now they're going to have a baby. A oh. baby. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's, that's awesome. So he's having a great and, year. And you didn't even mention the $477 million contract that he signed. <laughs> that's right. Which is helpful. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say I think that she should absolutely have a, a, a baby shower. Mm-hmm. I just think this might be more like, just come. Yeah, how about a let's we'll not, give you gifts? Let's not do a registry. Nah. Yeah. Let's not do a, I, think, hmm. I think $477 million is where you cut off the registry, don't you, Donna? Uh, yeah, st- yeah. Do you still feel like she should get gifts? Not really. It's a lot of Not money. really. Maybe just... A card. Oh, you know I, something funny too about Patrick Mahomes during the game on Sunday night. Oh, the Pat excuse thing. me, Monday night, <laughs> where he threw like five touchdowns. His mother mm-hmm. tweeted, "Did you see this?" Mm-hmm. His mother tweeted during the game and said, "If this announcer doesn't stop calling my son Patrick Pat, I'm going to lose my mind." Something like that. <laughs> yep. So some people call him Pat Mahomes. Uh, she reminded the nation. They then read it aloud on the Monday Night Football broadcast on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he will henceforth be referred to as. Patrick, don't call me Pat. Mahomes. Well, my understanding is his dad is Pat. He's Patrick. Oh, something to that effect. Mm. Oh, boy. And this has been sports been, talk with Diva. I like this couple because they've been together since they were teenagers. Mm-hmm. So she's not somebody. Which you know, I hate to make this general. But sometimes when you see players with extremely beautiful wives, you're like gold digger yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so she's been with him for at least six years i think they call those um ladies jersey chasers jersey chasers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yep you ever been one donna nope <laughs> nope I could, uh, you could get the appeal of it though right there must be interesting these athletes they have a lot of money all right no i'm talking yeah. myself into it it's not good. right no it's not you just you know i do appreciate it when people have been together before any yes. kind of fame and success and stuff like that. It just it's just a different dynamic. But you, you know? just really have to be careful, I think, as the famous person who's been with someone who's been with you before you were famous, that you don't get caught up in all that stuff because you know, you come home to your wife and she's not, you know, bowing down and like, Oh, you're so great, I'm a huge fan. Mm. When you get that elsewhere, you know, it's treacherous. Waters. I, I was talking to an actress from news radio. Oh, I'm forgetting her name. Do you remember the red-headed actress? Very funny. In news radio. Anyway. I'll, I'll look it up while you're telling the story. I was doing an interview with her because we started to re-air news radio on Reels, the network that I used to work for. Mm-hmm. And she was lovely. And it, but it was interesting because she talked about that. And she said, even now, like even years after news radio, I'll go and I'll do a commercial or something like that. And I'll go, and then suddenly I have handlers, and I have people, and everybody making me feel good. And you can sit right here, and we got this room for you here, blah, blah, blah. And she said, all it takes is one day of that, and then you go home, and back to normal life. And there's almost like this this little monster inside of you that starts to grow, and is like, Mm. yeah, I should be treated like that. You should do that for me. And she's like, and then luckily, 
you know, I have a good grounded family who in a healthy way brings me back down to earth. And I right. realize, wait a minute, that that part out there is mm-hmm. fake life. This is exactly life. Vicky Lewis, Vicky Lewis. So yeah. funny. The only thing I have, I have her call me Mr. Patterson, um, my wife, but that's <laughs> that more so just works for us. Isn't yeah. that right, honey? Crickets. Nothing. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, Steve. You silly, silly man. What was worse, oh, watching that, that Twins game or the debate? <laughs> oh, gosh. Mm. I would say the debate, and I didn't watch the Twins game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anything's better than it the debate. It was just so horrifying. It was the, just like, God, stop horrifying. it. They're like two children. If the debate happened to the baseball game, there wouldn't have even been a final score. There just would have been no. like seats ripped out of the stadium. All the bats would have just shattered. <laughs> and the balls would have split in two. And it would, it would, what? What? Oh, what? man. When we come back on the Donna and Steve show, Dawn's got a story about Kelly Clarkson being sued by her ex-management, who happens to be her ex-father-in-law. Mm-hmm. More on that coming up in the beat on my talk 1071. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.